welcome back to The Yoga Show from Yoga Journal, your place to connect with thought leaders in the wellness community who are making waves big and small. I'm your host, Lindsay Tucker, executive editor of Yoga Journal. And today we're chatting with nutritionist and bestselling author, Liana Werner Gray, whose latest book, Anxiety Free with Food, explores the relationship between what we eat and how we feel. Research from the American Psychological Association shows that 95% of the body serotonin is made in the digestive tract. Everything we eat gets translated into chemical messages that affect the brain. And Liana is here to talk about what that means and how to eat for optimal brain health. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. As a contributor to the January issue, you wrote about reducing anxiety through food choices. You also have a book coming out on the topic. Yes. It comes out December 29. So excited. Ready for the new year. Oh, exciting. Perfect timing. I think a lot of us um, will be experiencing exceptionally high anxiety this new year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The stats have gone up. Surprisingly, apparently one in three people are suffering with anxiety that is hindering their life and being able to achieve what they want to achieve. So it's definitely an important subject of this time. Yeah, that's up from, do you know what it's up from? It was one in five last year. Wow. And now one in three. So it was already relatively high, which is a subject that I wanted to get into and help people with. But then this year, yeah, one in three, it's it's, it's extremely high. Yeah, Jesus. Um, okay, so you are the author of three books correct? Earth diet, cancer-free with food, and now anxiety-free with food. So that'll be my fourth book. So my third book book is 10-minute recipes. Yeah, I did a 10-minute recipes version of like healthy, clean earth diet recipes for us busy people. Oh, fun. I didn't even know about that one. I'll have to check that out. Tell us a little bit of how you got down this path of studying food choices. So it was born out of a crisis, actually. I hit rock bottom with my health when I was 21, so over 12 years ago now. And prior to that, I was eating a fast food lifestyle. I was addicted to junk food. I was addicted to convenience food. I ate sugar every day. Like I would have gummy bears for breakfast. For lunch, I would have chocolate. Dinner, I would have a burger or KFC. My diet was just horrendous and I was very addicted to it, but I knew that it wasn't healthy and it wasn't what I should be doing because I had a very healthy upbringing in the outback. I actually grew up in Alice Springs, which is right in the center of Australia. So Mm -hmm. at my school, we had half white kids and half Aboriginal kids. And so we learned from the indigenous people from a young age. I can remember being five years old and them teaching us about nutrition. And they said the healthiest way for us to eat and to live our lives is to be as close to nature as possible. And when we're eating food and making food choices, if we can go out to our own backyard and pick food like fruits, nuts, seeds, berries, vegetables straight from the vine or the plant or the tree or from the soil, that that is the healthiest way for us to eat because it's the most nutrient dense. It provides us the most nutrition per bite and per calorie. And also that the food had a spirit, like had a a drive, had this energy to give Mm. us this life force. So I knew all of this my entire life. And then when I moved away to the city, I started to become really addicted to these fast foods. And it was like a drug to me. And I'd never really eaten a lot of fast foods or eaten a lot of chocolate or candy at all. And then all of a sudden I was eating gummy bears and I was like, whoa, it was like a sugar high for like five minutes. And, you know, we know now food is a drug and a lot of scientists and researchers and doctors point towards that. And so 
I ate this way for five years of just binge eating, eating so much junk food. And after five years, I ended up with a tumor the size of a golf ball in my lymphatic system. And I was in hospital. They did a biopsy, took a, a needle and pulled a piece of it out and sent it away for results. And I just remember sitting there thinking, what have I done to myself? Because I knew I'd done it to myself from my food choices. And so after that, I was very determined to break this addiction, this habit once and for all. You know, having a cancer scare is so scary, especially at a young age. And so I really did everything I could to figure out how I could break this addiction, how I could heal, and how I could restore health back into my body. So that's when I started this whole health journey. So it was a cancerous tumor? Yeah, it was. It was early stages of cancer. So it wasn't stage four or anything, but I had three different diagnoses from doctors. So I had stage, someone said I had stage one, someone said I had stage zero. It was very confusing at the time, but my options were to do surgery, which Mm. I actually personally opted out of because the Aboriginal belief is if you have like a tumor or cancer or something like that and you just get it cut out and you don't actually address the deeper root inner cause or reason, it'll just show up somewhere else. And because I didn't feel like, you know, at stage four, I was like, I I don't feel like I need to get surgery and I actually want to heal this and go deep within. Okay. So what did you do next? So I went and worked with a naturopath and a medical doctor who was doing vitamin C, IVs, and I did a lot of detox. So I learned about the lymphatic system, which is like the body's sewage system. So it takes out the toxins and basically takes out the trash from the body. But I had put too much into my body that my lymphatic system had backfired. And a lot of people these days have lymphoma or breast cancers are all because of the lymphatic system just having too much toxins and not being able to do its job. So I learned that if I could help my lymphatic system to drain out toxins, that I could get so much healthier. And so I did a lot of detox. I did colonics. I did coffee enemas. I drank bentonite clay. I drank six juices a day, six vegetable juices a day. And those recipes are actually in the yoga journal article, which is exciting. So I did green juice and beet juice. And then I replaced all of the foods that I was craving, all of the junk foods that was really damaging my body with healthier options. So I got Mm -hmm. into the kitchen and I would make chicken nuggets. I made ice cream with cashews. I made chocolate balls and I ate up to 20 chocolate balls a day. And this helped me not crave the conventional chocolate that I was previously eating that had dairy and soy lecithin and white sugar. Now I was eating chocolate that was sweetened with honey and it was so much more nutritious. And so and that's all the things that I did. And three yeah. months, the tumor had completely dissolved. Completely dissolved. Wow. Completely dissolved. Yep. And no tumor, you know, ever since and completely cancer-free, healthy. I don't have the same gut issues. I get regular blood tests every year just mm-hmm. to make sure everything's good. So when you you talk about the foods that contain toxins and the toxins in the lymphatic system, how can we identify which foods are high in toxins and what are the most dangerous ingredients? Yeah, that's a great question. So I did a lot of research for this in the book. I wanted to put together the top list of anxiety-producing substances and foods, which is actually called anxiogenic. So there's anxiogenic substances, and these are substances known by scientists and researchers that cause anxiety, produce anxiety, and with 
immediately in the body. So the worst one that I found in all of the studies, and there's so many studies in my book, there's so many, like a quarter of the book is end notes at the back with all the studies if people are into that. So the worst one that causes anxiety is refined sugar. So that's white sugar and corn syrup, cane sugar and brown sugar. So I'm not about food shaming and, you know, people, some people can get away with eating those kinds of sugars and it doesn't perhaps trigger certain things, but a lot of people are very sensitive to it. And so I'm all about encouraging people to be positive in making different choices of sugar. So eating lots of honey and fruits and dates and maple syrup and coconut sugar. It's kind of this new age way of eating and getting away from the processed foods and refined foods that really started to be born in the 60s, you know, here in America and in the UK. So just eating lots of natural sugars. So refined sugars are proven to be the worst anxiogenic foods. And the rest of the list is similar. So anything really refined or processed, like processed foods, so processed grains, like wheat, a lot of gluten, and a lot of trans fats, those also cause anxiety. And then, of course, chemicals like preservatives and additives, food colorings. The nervous system just doesn't know what to do with those. And if the body is very resilient, very strong. But if we put it through enough over a long period of time, something, some kind of consequence is bound to happen. And so the body just doesn't know what to do with all those additives and preservatives that are in our foods these days. It just, the nervous system freaks out and that's why we have an anxiety response. Mm. And in the article, you talked about a lot of these foods as neurotoxins and then how there's sort of like a cycle between eating a neurotoxin feeling symptoms of depression or anxiety, and then craving the food that started the cycle in the first place. Yes, that's a whole vicious cycle. Yeah. So neurotoxins are things that cause, are toxic basically to the neuron systems, to the nervous system. So these are foods and also some other environmental factors, like a lot of heavy metals and breathing in pollution is also a neurotoxin. And it just means that it damages the brain and the nerve cells. So the brain can't work as effectively. So people will experience symptoms like anxiety, brain fog, depression, or different mood disorders, fatigue. And I mean, the list does go on. So I do talk about the neurotoxins in those food in the, in the article. And obviously we want to stay away from those and we want to eat neuroprotective foods instead. And it is interesting what you said, Lindsay, about how when we feel down, if we feel depressed or anxious, we want we crave something like, say, something unhealthy, like an unhealthy chocolate, not talking about like a healthy chocolate, because there is medicinal healthy chocolate. Thank God for that. <laughs> but say we crave something like that, like the, you know, the drug, and we eat it, we might feel that like high for five minutes, but then we start to crash. And then our body is left feeling worse than before. And it, it is a vicious cycle, because it does leave anxiety in our body and it's a neurotoxin so it's not helping our brain function effectively. Okay, so when we talk about refined sugars and how our nervous system and brains quote unquote freak out, what is actually happening? Yeah, that's a good question. So there are some studies that show when people have refined sugar like white sugar or corn syrup that it weakens our immune system for 8 hours. So this is one reason why it causes anxiety. Yeah. So not to add guilt or stress on people who do eat that. 
Um, but that's why people who are eating refined sugar every day are constantly under a state of stress or feel a bit of a weakened immune system. And a weakened immune system opens us up to illnesses, obviously, and we feel very fatigued. And so if someone does find themselves doing that, because, you know, I battled with this for a good five years and couldn't stop myself from eating refined sugar. If you do end up doing that and you're like, oh, wow, my immune system's going to be down now or weakened for eight hours, what you can do to strengthen it back up again is to have something like a green drink that will that will boost your immune system right back up or take my supplements that I was talking about or the chlorophyll in water. And the other thing when I said how refined sugar just freaks out the nervous system and the brain is because it's a proven neurotoxin. So neurotoxins are as soon as we eat something that's neurotoxin or breathe it in because we can't breathe in pollutants that are neurotoxin, it fires off nerve signals that are different if we eat something neuroprotective. So if we eat something neuroprotective, the nervous system is acting differently. So the nervous system is basically like a communication, like a web Mm -hmm. that communicates with each other and will tell the brain, I'm feeling good right now, I'm feeling healthy, I'm feeling strong, or I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling down, feeling anxiety. So it starts to fire off all these different emotions and thoughts and responses in the body. So when we eat refined sugars because they're neurotoxic, it does trigger off all those negative responses in the body. And it can also start to, the body will want to regulate itself and balance itself out because we do feel, we feel this natural high for five minutes when we eat sugar because it releases serotonin in the brain and eventually it will release dopamine in the gut. So we do feel that high. That high is real, but the sugar is forcing those feel-good chemicals out of our body body out of our brain Mm -hmm. and out of our gut so we feel them but then after five minutes we crash and the that's because the sugar isn't a sustaining it's not a sustaining nutrient that's why we want to eat nutrient foods because it is sustaining so when we crash the body wants to regulate so when the body wants to regulate what does it do it starts to draw and try and pull out more dopamine and serotonin but it it's not there because it just released a whole bunch of it. Mm-hmm. And so this is where that stress kicks in and that stress response kicks in. The body's like, oh, no, I can't feel good naturally. I'm right. going to need to have another another hit. So when I say the nervous system freaks out, it's basically if you imagine when we put the sugar into our body, the refined sugar, all those little chemical messages that are like running around like little ants, like, firing off and connecting to each other they're fired up and in an anxious nervous way um, because the i just believe and a lot of indigenous people believe our bodies were not designed to consume tablespoons of refined sugar our body can just not digest it doesn't know what to do with it the nervous system doesn't know what to do with it if we eat a piece of fruit that kind of fructose and natural sugars in the fruit the nervous system can handle so it receives it and the nervous system will be more calm and fire off those feel good those feel good nervous system responses mm-hmm. and also we have different neural pathways in our brain and so this is all connect also connected to the mental and emotion, emotional responses to food but when we eat certain foods it can fire off certain neural pockets or pathways in the brain and tony robbins talks a lot about 
neural pathways. And so when we eat refined sugar, it triggers off all these negative neural pathways and more negative thoughts. And we kind of can spiral down and down and down. If someone is mentally strong, they may not spiral as much, but it does fire off neural pathways in a certain pocket of the brain. Whereas if we're eating really healthy, we are firing off neural pathways on, in a different part of the brain thinking, wow, I'm eating so healthy, my immune system must be getting stronger. It's a different type of positivity. It's a different type of energy. And so when we eat healthy foods or when we force ourselves to eat healthy foods, we do actually create new neural pathways in the brain, which is really exciting. And that's when Tony Robbins talks about how we are creating a new life for ourselves, a new mind and a new mm-hmm. body. And I definitely have done that in the last 12 years. I have a different body. I have a different digestive system. I have a different thought process and I have a different emotional response to food. I have a whole different cellular structure because I have basically eaten so many good foods and juices and smoothies and supplements that I've created so many natural transfusions from my blood and my cells that I've detoxed out all the old memory and I've put in new stuff and built a new body of new memory. Deepak Chopra also goes into this a lot as well. And he talks about it in terms of genes and biomarkers. Mm. And what do we mean when we say that, when we say biomarkers? So Deepak Chopra says when we change one biomarker, we change all of them. So I translate that as that we're never stuck with the same body. And actually science does back that up also, Mm -hmm. that our organs replenish themselves, our blood, even our bones. Our bones take the longest to replenish themselves, but our body actually replenishes ourselves. And I think a lot... I think most people don't really realize that. They kind of think, oh, um, it's just going to be downhill from here or I'm just aging from here. It's just going to get worse from here. But within a few years, if we eat certain foods, we can change the cellular structure. We can change those biomarkers and we actually can have a different different body. And so I believe when Deepak is talking about that, and for example, if we have a green drink every day, right, we really are changing the biomarkers in our body and therefore we're changing the biomarkers in our emotional responses and our mental state. The Yoga Show will return in a moment after these messages. Who do you want to hear on The Yoga Show? DM me, Lindsay Tucker, on Instagram at lins.tucker. L-I-N-D-S dot T-U-C-K-E-R to tell us what conversations you'd like to hear. Mm. So, okay. So what if someone's suffering from anxiety and they just need to take one small step, right? Because it can be kind of overwhelming to completely overhaul your diet. What's one small step that you can start to implement and then continue to make the smaller choices until you're sort of to a place where you are now, where you've kind of replaced all of your favorite foods. Yeah. So I've integrated the whole lifestyle now, including household products and skincare. But that's a great question because it is overwhelming for a lot of people. And this question comes up all the time, like, what's one thing I could do for my health? And the answer would be different if I would say what's one thing you can do for your health overall and what's one thing you can do for anxiety overall. So I mm. would love to give you both of those. Yes, but please. Yeah, for anxiety, it can be, depending on the severity of it, if someone has severe anxiety, it can be very hard to get anything accomplished in the day, talking like severe anxiety. So one way to get some momentum going and just to feel a lot better about yourself and actually put some good 
nutrients into the body and some good healing energy into the body is with supplements. And I was never really a fan of supplements before doing this research. I always thought, you know, get all the nutrients from foods. But one thing is that people, if they if their gut is blocked and if they have compacted waste stuck in the bowel wall, if they have candida, even if they're eating a healthy diet, the gut is actually not absorbing all those nutrients. And that's unfortunate because people can be eating so healthy and they're just feeling terrible still. And it's very confusing. And there was actually a study that showed, and Dr. Mark Hyman talks about this as well, who provided an endorsement for this and a quote, was that if people are eating healthy, they may only be absorbing 10 to 90% of the actual nutrients. So we don't actually absorb all of it anyway. But say, what if someone's eating healthy and they're only absorbing 10% of nutrients? That's so unfortunate. And so that's why we need to get stuff into the gut and penetrate into the gut to get really good gut health because gut health is connected to anxiety, which I talk a lot more about in my book as well. There was also a study that showed that people with anxiety actually have a different gut microbiome than people who don't have anxiety. So this is interesting. If you are listening and you have had anxiety for months and months or even years and years, chances are, according to these studies, you have a different gut microbiome than someone who doesn't experience anxiety. And this is kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg. Did poor gut health come first and then that produced anxiety? Or did anxiety come from neurotoxins, from eating anxiety ridden foods. And then Mm -hmm. that's created different gut microbiome. So either way, whichever one comes first, we know we need to take care of the gut. And so that's why I love the idea of supplements, just driving nutrients straight into the gut. So since doing this research for the book, I started taking all these different supplements. I researched the most potent, powerful herbs and plants on earth that have been proven to help reduce stress and anxiety and even help with depression and boost mood. And so I actually put together my own formula, which I've been telling you so much about, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. And so it has 10 ingredients, all organic, high quality. And these ingredients are all proven to be really effective in helping cope with stress. So they're adaptogens. They boost the immune system. They're neuroprotective. They help with brain fog. They help with focus. And it's a combination of good, healthy fats and also a lot of antioxidants. And the top ingredient is ashwagandha, which is so great for people suffering with anxiety. If you have anxiety, I would definitely suggest start taking ashwagandha today or check out my supplements as well. Of course, you get 10 potent and I take them every day. So this helps to just, if someone's experiencing anxiety, helps to give them confidence in -hmm. that they're like, you know what, even if I'm not eating healthy the rest of the day, because I can't manage that yet, but that is my intention. At the very least, I'm taking these supplements, which I know is helping me so much it's helping my brain, my gut, it's helping my immune system. So people can actually start to feel the physical effects of that. And it helps with the emotional mental part as well. So that's what I would say if you only do one thing for anxiety, it would be just take some supplements throughout the day. And I take mine three times a day. So I do it morning, lunch, and dinner. So that way you have this regular nourishment going into the body. Okay. I have a few questions I definitely want to talk to you about the supplements, but before we move on, I want to circle back to what you were saying about the gut and how if you have anxiety, it looks completely different. Yeah. So what? how does that look different? So the studies have shown that people's gut microbiome looks different and gut microbiome is the environment of the gut. And so this can look like, so a healthy gut 
flora would have a healthy amount of bacteria in the gut and it would have a healthy digestion system. So an, an unhealthy gut flora would look like perhaps parasites mm. could be breed, breeding mm-hmm. in the gut, which is something that I did have when I had the tumor. I had a lot of parasites in my gut and in my blood. Actually, I was riddled with parasites. Um, and then also it could look like IBS. So that's common for people with anxiety is to experience IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, because mm-hmm. a stressed out mm-hmm. gut usually means a stressed out mind because they're so connected. And it could also lead to constipation and diarrhea. And then also this feeling of just always being hungry. So, And that goes back to the gut not being able to absorb nutrients because it has a lot of compacted waste stuck to the bowel wall. So if someone doesn't have a balanced gut microbiome, it's not moving everything out of the digestive system, out of Mm -hmm. the bowel walls. So instead, the compacted waste gets stuck to the bowel walls and that it kind of adds like a layer, like a sludge, if you can imagine that on the intestine. So when food passes through, the intestine's not able to suck in any nutrients because it has that layer of compacted waste. Right. So how can how do supplements, specifically which ingredients in your supplement is what's going to help that? Yeah, so a few of them in there is going to help with the gut um, microbiome to help regulate it. So especially the greens. So spirulina and chlorella are two ingredients in my supplements. And this helps the gut tremendously because mostly because of the compound in those things called sephoraphane and chlorophyll. So chlorophyll is a green compound that's found in all dark leafy greens mm-hmm. and that helps to put oxygen into the body and especially the gut. So, and that helps to lift up compacted waste from the bowel wall. And that's one thing I did when I was healing was I, my gut was a total mess. My digestive system was, was just not functioning properly at all. And so my focus was, okay, yeah, I need to remove this compacted waste on my, my bowel wall. And I actually went to a colon therapist and you know she specializes in this kind of stuff so they know and if you do a colonic you can see what comes out and they're able to tell like wow this is really old that's been in there a long time Mm. sorry if that's too much information (laughs) but the greens really help like the chlorophyll and the spirulina that are in my supplements and that helps to loosen up that compacted waste and shoot it out plus Chlorella and spirulina are so nutrient dense, like so rich, right? They're called superfoods for a reason is that they're very high in nutrients versus eating something like a celery, for example. Like these are like superfoods on steroids and they will just drive so much nutrients into the gut. So if someone's gut is not absorbing a lot of nutrients, you want to basically pack in even more nutrients with a lot of very nutrient-dense foods, a lot of superfoods, for your chances to absorb more nutrients. And as you take supplements like this, it's going to help to clear out your gut and restore your gut microbiome so that you can start to feel better in your mind as well. And if our bodies aren't absorbing it from eating food, how do we know that it will be absorbing it through a supplement? So supplements are more powerful in nutrients. So if, say if you eat food, say if you eat a meal and you... There's a lot of matter in a meal, right? So 
matter might not be nutrient dense. And in fact, processed foods is a lot of dead matter. So people are feeding themselves all these foods. They're eating a lot of matter, consuming a lot of matter, but not actually consuming any nutrients or barely any. Even if someone eats a healthy meal, say you might get out of that, you suck out 10% nutrients. When you take a supplement, it's 100% nutrients. So your chances of absorbing it are a lot more and it's very potent. So it will go in and it acts as a detox and it acts as healing for the gut. So that's why it's one way to, to help it penetrate in and to help cleanse the gut as well. Gotcha. We'll be right back with more from The Yoga Show. You and I were talking about how supplements are not regulated and you don't really know what you're getting when you buy one. So tell us a little bit about what you found when you were researching yours and putting all your ingredients together. Yes. Oh my gosh. This process has been so eye-opening to the supplement industry and I do hope it gets more regulated because as soon as I was eating all these supplements, I was like, you know what? I'm eating like 15 different supplements a day. I was like, let me make my own. So the first thing was, okay, who can make this? So I had to find a manufacturer and that process was interesting because different manufacturers will make different supplements and it depends on if you actually do care about what goes in it. Now, because I want to take, you know, because I take these supplements every day myself, I wanted to make sure all the ingredients were of the highest quality and that there were no fillers or additives or preservatives in the, in the, the mm-hmm. supplements. Cause I personally don't want to consume that every day. So I want to make sure it was super clean. And what I learned is that different manufacturers, they add fillers like brown rice or, I mean, brown rice is a healthy filler. There are so mm-hmm. many other like artificial fillers. They add brown rice because this brings down the cost of the supplement. Mm-hmm. And I am I am more concerned about helping people and helping my own body and my own anxiety than I am making some extra dollars off the supplements. So I was like, nope, no fillers, absolutely mm-hmm. no fillers. And, and also I found out that some of them were like, well, you don't need to actually say that on the ingredient label. I was like, hang on a minute. Yeah. It's like, you mean to say that some of the supplements I'm taking, there's actually other ingredients in there that I don't know about? And they said, yeah. They said that you don't actually have to list all the ingredients. And this is why the supplement industry is just not regulated, which is crazy to me because it's such a big money-making industry. Right. So when they say to you, oh, Liana, you don't have to put that on the label. Like, what is their excuse? Their excuse is that it's it's like everyone's doing it, basically. And mm. they said, you know, if you want to make more money on it, you should put a filler in it and you should put other things in it to help it uh, flow as well. So what does that mean? Flow? Yeah. So that means like when you have a powder and it's going into the supplements that it's not going to get stuck in the machine. So a flow agent will help keep it, keep it going without, you know, ruining the machines. And I was like, well, you know, it's 2020, you guys get like super modern machines. So like that would never happen. Right. Um, But their, their thing was, you know what? It doesn't really matter. It's not, not everyone cares about everything that goes in their body. And this is an issue. And I know that we do, especially us yogis, you know, we, we do yoga and we really take care of ourselves. And I just think it is important that if those things are going in supplements, they should have to label them. And 
it is it's a money maker for a lot of people supplements a lot of supplement companies don't care actually about the health or there's no passion and that's why I always say if you're going to buy supplements make sure you know the person or the story make sure they're passionate about it because if not then if it's if it's making money if they're doing it just to make money then chances are there are a lot of fillers and a lot of crazy things in there that you don't want to be consuming every day mhm and we're tell us the name of yours and then also are there any that you any brands that you feel are safe or are doing it well yeah so mine's called anxiety free supplements and where do we find that uh, you can find that on so go to my website lianawernergray.com and you can find the supplements there and then where to buy them and the uh, other supplements that I really love and trust are Vanihari so food babe and she has like a turmeric supplement and turmeric is one of the ingredients also in the anxiety mm-hmm. supplements and Vanihari is very passionate about exposing the non-regulated food industry and so I do trust her supplements and then I also really trust Dr. Josh Axe and Jordan Rubin supplements ancient nutrition and I know they're all of high quality and just really really great okay great thank you also all of my ingredients are organic which was actually really hard to do because most supplements are not organic because you can actually not certify supplements organic and there's actually this whole big thing going on right now that if you see any supplement that does have the USDA organic label they are going through a process right now to remove that from every supplement they're saying that it's impossible to have that label because the capsule can't be organic so what i did was made sure to get a vegan capsule so it wasn't gelatin ah. so it's completely vegetable it's completely vegan and then they, the manufacturer said, well, now that you can't label it organic, you actually don't need to have all organic labels because who cares? Like, you're not going to have the label. And I said, but people are still going to eat that. I'm still going to eat that. And so all the ingredients are 100% organic, high quality, even though it's not going to say that it's certified organic. It will say made with organic ingredients. Um, I mean, it does say that on the label, but we can't have that actual logo. So that's also interesting about supplement industry. Oh yeah, that is. Now, did I cut you off? I think I did. Was there one other change that you wanted to talk about making for health? Yes. So other than supplements, when people always ask, I say, focus on just having one green drink every single day. And a green drink could be simply chlorophyll drops in water which is the compound in the dark leafy greens or spirulina chlorella, what I was talking about before, or making a greens powder in water or ideally a fresh juice, like a fresh green juice with celery, cucumber, kale, apples, spinach, lemon, ginger, did I say ginger, Mm. or a green smoothie. And so the whole idea of having one green drink every day, it just basically takes care of the majority of your nutrient needs And Mm. most people aren't getting enough greens and it just takes care of it. So you can tick that box for the day. You know, we're kind of like children, how we were at school with those like little paper printouts and we can put the gold stars when we achieve things. Mm -hmm. So if you imagine like printing out a calendar for every day this month in January and you put a green star or a gold star every time you have that green juice, by the end of the month, you can feel so good about yourself that even if you didn't eat perfectly or even if you ate 
you know, you, you binge ate or stress ate or emotional ate, you can look back and be like, you know what? I have 30 gold stars because I had 30 green drinks. And this is so important. It's so helpful for the body. It's neuroprotective. It helps protect the brain. If we do eat other foods that have a lot of toxins, it helps protect the gut as well. It's going to restore that healthy gut microbiome. And I just love this tip because it's so easy for anyone to do. The the cheapest, quickest way to do it is the chlorophyll drops. And those are $14 that will last you about a month. And you just drop one or two of them into water and drink that. And your green drink is taken care of for the day. Awesome. And that will help your overall health and reduce anxiety? Yes, exactly. I love that idea of sort of gamifying the things that we have to do that might feel mundane because it just sort you know, like if you give yourself a little gold star, like I love to use apps for things. Sometimes I do use an app for like drinking water and taking supplements and just so I can log those things and it kind of like motivates you to keep doing it. <laughs> yes, it does. It's so powerful and empowering. Yeah, I love that idea. Um, all right. So you obviously wrote an entire book on food choices for reducing anxiety. So what else do we need to know? Yeah. So I wrote top 10 foods that reduce anxiety. So these would be anxiolytic foods. And this list is really exciting because a lot of you are probably doing these things on the list. And I also was like super happy to find out that chocolate or cacao powder made the top 10 list. Mm. And for a disclaimer, it does have tiny amounts of caffeine. So for some, it can trigger. And some people are actually very sensitive to caffeine. So for some yeah. people, you it drink can coffee? trigger. I personally don't drink coffee just because I don't like the taste. But it does have a lot of health benefits. And I am a nutritionist, so I have a private practice. So I always tell my patients who love coffee, I say as long as you don't have more than one a day, then you can maintain a very healthy body and anxiety stress levels with one coffee a day. Any more than that, you can burn out the adrenals and it can it can cause it can then become a neurotoxin rather than be neuroprotective. But coffee is actually proven to be neuroprotective as well as cacao powder. Chocolate is neuroprotective as long as it's done in a particular way. Okay. How do we do it? So coffee should be organic and, mm -hmm. and cacao powder should be organic as well. Coffee beans actually absorb a lot of pesticides. So if it's conventional, you are also getting pesticide and herbicide residue, which we want to avoid because that's a neurotoxin. And with the coffee, if you sweeten it, you want to think about natural sweetness or so sweeten it with honey or coconut sugar. These are natural sugars that the nervous system can actually handle and feel good about rather than freak out about. Mm. You put white sugar in your coffee, your nervous system is freaking out for about <laughs> eight hours. It's crazy. And with chocolate, it's the same thing. So with cacao powder, if you make your own chocolate at home, and we've included a chocolate recipe in the Yoga Journal feature, which is awesome. And I have so many chocolate recipes in my book. So having an organic cacao powder and then making chocolate at home with an almond flour or paleo flour and I also melt down hue chocolate and then I put sun, sun butter inside of it. So I make chocolate sun butter cups. And this chocolate is sweetened with coconut sugar. Or if you make it at home, you can put in maple syrup or honey. And now that means that the chocolate is medicinal and it's a functional food, which also helps with gut health. So that's one of the top 10 foods that help to reduce anxiety, as well as dark leafy greens take first place. And then turmeric and then avocados. 
Mm. Also fatty fish like salmon and tuna, Mm -hmm. coconuts, coconut oil, and lots of good healthy fats and lots of antioxidants. So super excited about this top 10 list that people can focus on and just incorporate more into their daily lives. Yeah, those and those foods are all really delicious. So we don't have to feel like we're just eating boring, bland foods. Yeah, they are so delicious. And this is the thing about being healthy is that this is what stopped me from being healthy for those five years that I was binge eating. I thought being healthy is boring. And I thought eating a salad is a complete waste of time. It's so boring. And I just did not want to do it. And now what I've discovered is that being healthy within that, you can eat everything and anything with certain guidelines. And it's the most exciting. It's the most flavorful. It's so delicious. And that's why I have so many upgrade recipes in my book. I call them upgrades because they're recipes for things like mac and cheese and cheesecake and chocolate ice cream and gummy bears even. So yeah, it's so delicious. Ooh, gummy bears. How do you make those? There's a couple different ways you can make it. The healthiest way to make gummy bears is to make a fruit smoothie, just pure, say, strawberries and cherries, for example. Blend it up in a Vitamix, and then you have a nice thick fruit puree. Then you layer it down on a baking sheet, and you have about half an inch thickness. Then you pop it in the dehydrator. It's quite a process for 12 to 14 hours. You can also put it in the oven for low heat, which is great during this time because it is cold. It is winter. So you can have your oven on low heat Mm. for like 12 hours. And then you'll get a fruit leather and then you squish them up into little balls and you have just a pure fruit gummy bear. So that's one way to do it. Another way to do it, which I have a recipe for in the book, is to get little gummy bear molds you can buy off Amazon and then you can make your own recipe with honey and some fruits like elderberry Mm -hmm. and a little bit of tapioca to help make it like set into gummy bear mold. Yum. Oh, and those are the homemade versions. And then also I I always give people a product version. Mm. If people aren't able to make it at home, you can always go out and buy it. And so The brand, the only brand that I eat of gummy bears is Smart Sweets. These Mm -hmm. are revolutionary. Oh my gosh. Aren't they amazing? The Swedish fish. Oh, like the Swedish fish. Isn't it crazy? Because there's no gluten, there's no gelatin. Those are vegan, the Swedish fish. Yeah. And it's sweetened with stevia. And you cannot tell. I give this to everyone who's addicted to gummy bears and they are mind blown. They're like, wait a minute, I can eat these. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, and that helps them to never eat the, let's say, the bad or the unhealthy, the toxic gummy bears ever again. And this is the key, and this is what I'm, I specialize in most with my nutrition practice and what I'm most passionate about is helping people replace these toxic foods with healthier ones. It's called replacement therapy, and it's the only thing that I've found that works with people who are very addicted to sugar or junk foods or people who impulse eat or binge eat. It's the only thing that works is this replacement therapy. Yeah, it's so true. We don't like to give stuff up, but we don't mind replacing it with something else. Equally yes. delicious. <laughs> exactly. It's much more positive. It's, it's kind of like going down the river in the flow of alignment rather than being resistant of like, I can never eat sugar again. It's like, no, you can, but it has to be these types of sugars. Yeah. Well, the smart sweets everyone should try because they are great. You can get them even at Target. Um, I sell them at Target. That's where I first got them. Um, So great. 
Yeah. And you can get them at airports now and Walmart. Like oh, cool. it's so great to see healthy brands like this become mainstream. It's we really need this. It's for the world's awesome. So if you want to learn more about this way of eating, you can pick up Liana's book. Definitely pre-order it. Liana, how can we pre-order the book? You can pre-order it from Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And actually I have a pre-ordering gift. So if you pre-order it before December 28th, I have seven gifts that I'm offering to people with a shopping list and also a supplement guide and also access to my monthly membership. It's a private group where I help coach people there. So definitely pick up your pre-order and email the receipt in. I have more information about this on my website at theearthdiet.com forward slash anxiety free. And it's got all about how you can get your pre-order book gifts there. Great. And um, you're also a nutritionist. Are you taking any new patients right now or clients rather? I am actually. Yeah. So I have a private practice every Thursday. So I am taking new patients and everything is done by telemedicine now. So we do FaceTime and absolutely love working one-on-one. It's my favorite. It's really the best work that we could ever do is work one-on-one with someone. And just, I love seeing people tell me their health goals. And then we look at the health obstacles and challenges and eventually break through them. But it is a process. It takes time. But it's so great when people just have a completely different body and they're just set free of all their health obstacles. Wonderful. And if someone wants to book a session with you, where should they go? You can go to my website also, theearthdiet.com and, or lianawernagray.com and just reach out to me there. Just send a message and one of my team will get it and we can book you in for a session. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show today and um, contributing to the issue sharing your wisdom with us we really appreciate it of course thank you so much Lindsay, for having me and yoga journal anytime thanks for listening and thanks again to liana for joining us on the podcast for more about eating for optimal mental health check out our january issue on newsstand soon and pick up a copy of liana's book anxiety free with food at your local independent bookstore you can find liana on instagram at liana warner gray don't forget to follow yoga journal on instagram for more yoga-centric conversations and inspiration And tune in two weeks from now for another episode of The Yoga Show. If you enjoyed this conversation, leave a rate and review. The Yoga Show is produced by me and Aviv Rubenstein. Follow him on social media at Rainbow Calrissian. Theme music by Katie Canavan. More from her at Accordion to Katie on Instagram. Until next time for The Yoga Show, I'm Lindsay Tucker. We'll see you on the mat. (music) 